Welcome to the Creative Spark podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and it is my mission to keep your creative spark alive, no matter how crazy your life gets. This podcast will teach you how to find the space to light your creative spark and fire up your creative side business. You can stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us on Instagram at Creative Spark Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my free Creative Headspace Challenge. Head over to creativespark.link forward slash headspace and learn how to calm your mind, clear your thoughts and open up headspace for creativity. Now let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to episode 21 of the Creative Spark podcast and today we're talking about procrastination, specifically how our procrastination tendencies tell us where we should be focusing our creative energies. Here's a great quote from Robert Benchley. Anyone can do any amount of work, provided it isn't the work he's supposed to be doing at that moment. We all know about procrastination. It refers to the process of delaying or postponing tasks. Everyone bangs on about we should try all these techniques to avoid procrastination, but I actually think that procrastinating is sometimes our subconscious. It's telling us that we need time to think about the work we're supposed to be doing. I also think that procrastination indicates the work that we would prefer to be doing. So instead of trying to remove procrastination, pay attention to when your brain wants to start procrastinating because your subconscious is trying to guide you in the right direction. Academic John Perry has a technique called structured procrastination. He suggests you fill your to-do list with everything that needs doing and then complete something further down the list in avoidance of whatever is on the top. The argument here is that we pander to our inner procrastinator by suggesting something else that's more fun. So long as the something else is also on your to-do list, then you're being productive and you're getting work done. Now I do this already, so I found it quite a relief to read John's witty essay about this method. Academics find it easy to place difficult, drawn-out tasks on the top of our lists. You know, write a book. (laughs) These tasks can stay at the top of the list for months, supplying all the necessary avoidance motivation required to procrastinate our way through hundreds of other tasks. Genius! PhDs are perfectly engineered for this purpose. So using John's method, it's possible to appear incredibly productive to the outside world whilst you're actually procrastinating 100% of the time. So why is it important to structure your procrastination like this? Every creative person I've ever spoken to describes himself as easily distracted or the victim of shiny object syndrome. We all have endless to-do lists and yet we cannot keep focused on them because there's always something else that attracts our attention. So think of your procrastination tendencies as the framework of your creative superpower. Even if we're completely and utterly absorbed in a task, it's not unusual to experience a degree of procrastination at some point throughout the day. Observing where your natural procrastination tendencies lie can help you understand why some activities are enjoyable and others are not. The work you're most likely to enjoy is work that makes use of your natural procrastination tendencies, which is why we need to uncover them now. So in general, there are two types of procrastination, active and passive. So active procrastination is when you know you're supposed to be doing something else, but you become absorbed or engaged in something equally, if not more, useful and productive instead. Passive procrastination is where you sit around doing nothing and you're simply avoiding doing the task you're supposed to be doing. There are many strategies to help us avoid wasting time through passive procrastination, but many strategists also tell us that active procrastination is useful and should not be avoided. By avoiding a task, it can actually allow you to work out possible ways to tackle it, 
It also allows for divergent thinking and longer-term problem-solving. Actively avoiding a task it gives you the time and space to think differently about it. It allows you to explore down rabbit holes and indulge in guilty pleasures. For me, it's Pinterest. When I'm actively procrastinating something, I'll often go and research on Pinterest. But the things you're drawn to, they give you a clue as to where your new interests and passions might be found lurking. Let's dive into some actionable steps you can take to harness your active procrastination tendencies. I have a daily work structure where I work for 90 minutes and then I allow myself 30 minutes of mindless time. And so sometimes those mindless minutes are spent checking social media or playing gardenscapes, which is one of my guilty pleasures. Other times I follow a sales funnel on Facebook. So funnel hacking is one of my guilty pleasures and I know that exploring micro funnels is something I love doing, believe it or not. And it tells me that I really should devote more of my own time to building my own product bundles and Facebook micro funnels. I haven't created any yet, but the fact I'm constantly drawn to them during my procrastination times, it's a clear indication of where my subconscious wants to take me. Look at your daily calendar and set up some alternating 90-minute sprints with 30 minutes of mindless time. Put them on your calendar. From 9 till 10 in the morning, I usually journal and check in on any urgent emails, and then I settle down for my first 90-minute sprint of the day. So that's from 10 until 11.30. Then I allow myself some procrastination time before my lunch break. Then I schedule another 90-minute sprint from 1 p.m. until 2.30, and then I have an active procrastination session from 2.30 until 3. And then I'll go and have some mid-afternoon exercise, usually in my kayak. So start by observing your natural procrastination tendencies. What are you always drawn to? What internet rabbit holes do you often find yourself running down? Spend the rest of the week observing your procrastination habits. Now, remember, spudging on the couch and watching Netflix in order to avoid the washing up? That's not procrastination. That's work avoidance. So I'm thinking more about the tasks that you want to do whilst avoiding the tasks you're supposed to be doing. So I hope this episode has helped persuade you to harness your procrastination tendencies instead of feeling guilty about them. If you alternate work sprints with mindless time, you can build both into your daily workflow. Head to creativesparkpodcast.com forward slash blog forward slash episode 21 and look for any links in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's topic and want to go a little deeper, head over to creativesparkpodcast.com for all the resources mentioned in this episode. Please also head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Remember to subscribe while you're there because it's easy to miss episodes when they pop up every few days. Thank you so much for listening to the Creative Spark Podcast. I'm your host, Dominique Faller, and I will be back again very soon with another Creative Spark to light up your day.